Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower, here to bring you another podcast episode. And who's the podcast episode for? Marketing Motivation. There was a bit of a pregnant pause. I apologize. I was kind of in a uh, another land, but now I'm in the land of podcasts, so you folks should be A-OK. All right. Today's uh, homily, Father Najim said the following, which I basically paraphrased, but the point is, is still there. You know, we all wish for a miracle at times. You know, everybody wants a miracle at times. Who doesn't? You know, we may seek out a particular sacred body of water like lords in France, uh, touching an infamous relic like a piece of wood from a crucifix that supposedly was from the real cross that Jesus was crucified on, or even walking on holy ground. You know, we do this in hopes of a cure or an answer to our prayer. And this is perfectly fine, as long as we know who is behind it all, and that is God Almighty. You know, sometimes we push aside Jesus to get to a relic, you know what I mean? And we kind of ignore uh, him, or the, I was going to say he, we either ignore him or the Blessed Mother. You know, I, I got a great, great print off the internet uh, of the Blessed Mother. I took it to my friend at uh, Coastal Graphics, Jeff Miner, and he just did a great job, you know, printing it up on, on solid paper, and she just looks absolutely stunning. I've never seen a picture of her in this manner before, and by no means is it seductive, uh, but it's just pure elegance. And I'm guilty of, you know, not thinking about her throughout the day, you know, praying the rosary naturally in the morning, but not thinking about her during the day. And what that does, it kind of leaves me empty inside, you know. And and what I'm trying to get at is that's why I got this this picture that I hang in my office, and I'm looking right, right at her, and she's looking right back at me, as is Jesus and my late dog, Dugan. <laughs> so I got all three up there. And when we truly focus on them, guys, folks, it really sends a message Um, Not only to ourselves, but to everybody else. That we know the real deal. And when you focus on, you know, Mary, Jesus, 
the saints, the angels. You come into a, a, a deeper understanding of your faith, and it helps you out with your job, with your relationships, um, with your uh, difficulties, challenges. It truly does. Uh, and and I, I wanted to share that with all of you uh, today. Moving on to the video email of the day, Darren Daly. Uh, Darren Hardy titles it, Avoid This Horrible Mistake. And he goes on to say, A common mistake that you could be making and how to avoid it. And basically what he's saying is, the odds of failure when hiring only family in your business is drastically higher than having a, a traditional business. Now, again, and Darren prefaced this as well, there certainly are several, if not thousands, of successful family businesses. We're not going there. The point is, they're the exception. 70% failure rate of family businesses. You know, and some are exceptions, but, you know, the majority fail. So we're not saying lock in with family and you can't go wrong. But what we are saying is locking in with family only, and you may have some devastating results. And I found that interesting to what he had, uh, what he had said. And, and sometimes the roles blend in the personal relationship. You know, say you have a wife that works for you. You know, during the day, she's not the wife. And during, during the night, she's not the employee. But that's not the case. You know, you're always going to have that, well, I'm his wife. And things are going to blend. And there'll be expectations after hours, you know, because, you know, you work together. And again, there are relationships, husband-wife relationships that work out tremendously. But those are the exceptions. So the point is, don't focus on family, is, is the message. Because you may be better off without it. Uh, the insight of the day today, I'm not afraid of an army of lions led by a sheep, but an army of sheep led by a lion. Now, I took that in stride and I said, okay, you mean to tell me an army of lions you're not afraid of? No matter who they're led by? <laughs> you know? Um, that, that's, to me, is pretty frightening. 
What the author of this quote is basically saying is the leader. If it's led by a sheep, in this case, figurative for being sheepish or um, shy or timid or lame, you know, that, that may pawn off on who you lead. And there may be some unrest in that pack of lions that the uh, quote talks about. In other words, the army of lions. Whereas um, an army of sheep could be the same sheepish and shy and uh, timid folk. But if the leader is a lion, lots can change. Lots can happen. So I just think this quote, I almost didn't list it because I said that's just too exaggerated. But I think it was exaggerated on purpose to highlight the importance of all of us being a leader. It's extremely important for all of us to lead in our roles, uh, in our work lives. Even if we're at the bottom of the barrel, we have leadership qualities, then we should lead. Uh, And at home, you know, sometimes the five-year-old runs the roost. I know when my youngest, my daughter, was probably two or three, that's when the leadership began. And it's still going on today at almost 16 years old. So just uh, take note of that uh, as well. And Brian Schutz today, um, you know, had a very insightful quote. You know, the very least you can do in your life is figure out what you hope for. Then the most you can do in your life is live inside of that hope. You know, he's just saying, listen, everyone needs to figure out why they exist, what they are here to do, what their passions are. And a majority of the people out there, unfortunately, don't have it, don't care, aren't interested for whatever reason. They just go through their life, their jobs, in in letting certain things run their life, whether it be Um, Income, power, leadership, you know, you name it. But a lot of people tend to um, find themselves drawn to the financial aspect, which is fine if you're grounded in the other areas. You know, your personal life, your spiritual life. That's extremely important. But... Once you figure out what you hope for, then the most that you can do in your life is live inside that hope. Don't give up on it. 
know, I have a speaking practice now, and you know, the the prospecting uh, has really not been established. The IT aspect of it hasn't gotten installed yet, and it's been kind of frustrating. And I almost um, look at it as, you know, I'd probably be better off taking another job uh, permanently and forgetting about the speaking business. But for crying out loud, I haven't even started. But you see how those negative thoughts can enter your head when things aren't going the way you planned that they would go? Focus on your passion. Deal with your challenges, and success will come. No question in my mind, because in other aspects of my life, that's been the case. So, Earl Nightingale, the late great, he basically said, your world is a living expression of how you're using and have used your mind. You know, and it's true. You know, your world, whatever it may be, wherever you are living in the world, it's essentially a living expression of how you've been using and have used your mind. You know, nothing short of that. You know, it all boils down to simple thoughts, negative or positive. And that starts to shape your life. You may not think so, but it is. No, yes, of course there's circumstances that get involved. But it's how you, you know, respond to those circumstances that matters and that makes the difference. And we should all learn to meet our own needs. You know, if we just focused on that, I think we'd be flying high. But learn to meet our own needs. And the motivate us quote today your mental and physical health are inseparable. You can't strengthen one without having a positive effect on the other. In other words, you can't have a great physical workout at the gym without it positively affecting your mental health. And you can't have a uh, positive experience, say, you know, reading a book or, or watching a great movie, listening to some great music, that won't, too, affect you physically. You know, you might be more excited, you might be more uh, energetic, uh, gives you a, a hop in your step. So understand that. And I actually posted um, that quote. I don't know if it's the exact same way, but I posted that on Facebook and, and LinkedIn this morning. 
And I, I thought that was a, a good way to uh, explain things by having a picture of a heart and a brain walking together, holding hands. You know, that's essentially your mental and physical health. Now, really and truly, it's not. You know, your brain is, is not your, you know, your mentality. It's not your mind, just as much as your foot is not your mind. But um, it's what we all refer to as our mind. You know what I mean? You point to your mind, most people point to their head between their ears. And their physical health, um, you know, the organ which is the heart, is, is, is the most important uh, organ that we have. So that is, is partly why, you know, I, I did it that way. And it was a great, it's a great photo, you know. Uh, you go to my, my Facebook page, pauljancarella.com, you know, and, and take a look at it. And I think that's about it for today. I'm going to leave you here. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.